Victoria Vesh, and welcome to Validated by Victoria. What is up? All right. We got a guest in the house. It's my closest friend for many years. It's Rachel Ford. I feel like I just did a WWE intro for you. Like, welcome, Rachel Ford, WWE in the house. Okay, Woo. what is up? Okay. Oh, no, I'm um, weird. I'm here. Rachel. Hello. From Seattle, just landed this morning. I know, she just landed this morning. I'm like, hey, girl, get your makeup on. Let's do your hair in the law uh, office's bathroom. We were just, like, taking it all up, and everyone's just walking in, like, looking at us, like, what the freak? But she's here. She's beautiful. Oh, thank you. How did we meet? We met, like, at a bikini competition, I think so. So we met back in the day, like, prime modeling years. Oh, my gosh. Early 20s. The the promo modeling years, trying to look hot, titties out, doing doing some fun. (laughs) But wait, what was the event that we did? Because I just like think back on it and I'm just laughing like why the heck did I like model for that? Like it was like that car thing. Yes, it was a car show in Myrtle Beach. (laughs) First of all, Myrtle Beach. Let's pause on Myrtle Beach right there. (laughs) Myrtle Beach. I'm sorry if you're from Myrtle Beach, I I pardon you, but we do call it Dirty Myrtle in the Carolinas. Down to Dirty Myrtle and we bonded over... um, the crappy hotel Tits and, grits and, and the crappy hotel yes. and um the creepers yeah, yeah. fun stuff we spent all day talking and we got really close yeah, yeah. Fun. Stay friends. you know honestly i would love to do a dirty myrtle car bikini <laughs> show again just to relive <laughs> our best years but yeah i do remember that we just became friends after that yeah it's like a little girl gang and we went out and yeah talked about boys a lot. Plenty of girls' trips down to Charleston. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right. We're gonna talk about all the times I got tequila drunk. We're gonna l- <laughs> <laughs> bless you for anyone who's seen me on King Street, Charleston after I've had several, several shots. But anyways, <laughs> this is Rachel, my friend, bikini yes. competition friend. She models. She's beautiful. She now lives oh. in Seattle. She's from Charlotte, right? Yes. Charlotte? Yeah. Yes. From Charlotte. Yeah, I met her when I lived in Charlotte and she's just been a great friend and I'm glad that she's here this weekend. I mean, you're probably hearing this midweek, but when we're filming this, it's a Friday. Friday, what up? Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're about to go out this weekend, probably do another King Street Charleston kind of night in the streets of Boca Raton, Florida. Oh. I don't know how they're going to handle us, oh. but we're going to have a lot of fun. And I'm just glad she flew down this weekend. And then we're going to the Pegasus World Cup tomorrow. What up? We're going we're gonna to be like tequila drunk tonight, and then we're going to dress up tomorrow try not to be hungover for (laughs) this world cup event and i part of my mom is rolling over in her grave as i speak about being tequila drunk and hungover bless you mom i'm sorry and dad's probably shaking his head right now i'm sorry (laughs) but um yeah we're gonna get sassy tonight sassy for lack of more clean word and then we're gonna have fun tomorrow so you excited i'm so excited so i would say like Last night, before I got on my flight, because I flew all night, um, you know, I got some good rest on the plane, so it's all good. But I had that that feeling, you know, when you're about to wake up on Christmas morning, you're so excited, and you can't sleep, and you have, like, the jitters. You're like, ah, the energy's just running through you. That's how I felt about seeing Victoria. So I know. It's been freaking forever. I don't even know. How long has it been? It's literally been since I moved to Seattle, so two years. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's been forever. So this is a girls' reunion. Yes. The... Blonde, brunette, like, Boca Raton. (laughs) (laughs) You better watch out. It's got to get rowdy. 
Am I ready? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know either. We're going to have to get some energy drinks, though. I'm not going to lie. But we, you know, I wanted you to come on this podcast. We had talked about, you know, moving in our 20s and making big moves in our 20s. And you made, like, a big move across the country, like, crazy. And um, I, I kind of moved down here. I've been all over the place, but I definitely wanted to get, like, your insight about moving to somewhere completely new. I mean, you didn't really know anyone in Seattle, right? No, I didn't know a soul. Um, and, you know, we both grew up in small towns. Yeah. So I grew up in a small town outside of Charlotte. Um, really small high school, super small town. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody's business. And we love that. <laughs> love Sorry. it. Love to see it. Um and graduated college, COVID hit, and I'm like, you know, what am I doing? This is a time in my life when I can do something super crazy, um, just kind of have like nothing to lose, everything was shut down. So decide to move to Seattle. Um, I got a job out there. So, you know, packed up all my stuff into a pod. That was an experience um, in mm -hmm. itself. They just drop it off at your house and you pack it as best as you can and then it gets shipped across the country um so dealing with the brokers is not fun so if you're gonna do a crazy move in your 20s um be ready brokers for, for the headaches what, what a broker what are yeah you are so like apartment brokers no like for uh for transportation oh they all call you up trying to get your business and your phone just going off non-stop and you're like That's oh my god let, let me just pick like the first person that I has mean, a reasonable my rate. My phone's dry right now. I wouldn't mind them hitting me up. Like, please, <laughs> brokers, call me. It's not. I'm like not that. moving, but you can just call me. <laughs> so yeah, I packed up all my stuff. Um, me and my dog flew cross country. Wait, little Sam. She has the yes. cutest little baby. You just got a haircut last night. She sent me a picture. He's so handsome. Yeah, Sammy is the OG. He's almost 12 years old. So, yeah. Little grandpa. He is an old man. Oh, He's so cute, though. Two he looks like a baby. Souls. Yeah, me and Sam. Me and Daisy's Sam's. eight. Daisy's getting grandma material now, oh, too. So it's, it's so it's sad, sad seeing them all grow up. You know, there's this meme, and it said, there's um, a girl, and the dog she got in her 20s that got her through everything. Is that Sammy? It's so, yeah, so relatable. Oh, my little my nug. Gosh. I miss him. You know, when I was packing and I put my suitcase by the door, he starts shaking and crying. Oh. And I immediately had mom guilt. I mean, dog mom. Yeah. But you know how it is. That, that dog Daisy does that. She'll just, like, stare at me and I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. Like, I want to <laughs> bring you, but, like, I can't, bro. And, like, I went to Vegas couple weekends ago and like she was just so mad and I took her to the doggy hotel and she was just like my dog just if you know my dog or if you've seen her on Instagram she just like stares like <laughs> you biatch why are you taking me here but Sammy, it's so sad Sammy is very theatrical because he'll start shaking like quivering because he wants attention as yeah. soon as you pick him up he stops yeah so he knows what to do he's he's about the drama I feel like Daisy starts playing like in the arms of and every time like I'm about to like leave I'm like bro like you have the best life ever you have Chewy Vuittons yeah Paul does like what else do you need from your sugar mama B 
But, um, yeah, but you got to love your fur babies because they love you unconditionally. But how was yeah. Sammy on the plane? So, gosh, if I can give any advice, please go to your vet before you travel with a dog and see what they can do for their anxiety because mm-hmm. you hate to, like, have your baby not feeling good on a six-hour flight. Oh, so he did, he did good. He, you know, he had his little anti-anxiety medicine, and he slept, so it was oh. good. And then, you know... Finding a place, moving in, making friends is definitely the most difficult part about moving to a new city because you're leaving your old life behind. And it's kind of like mourning that old life that you used to live and your friends and your comfort zone. I would definitely say that this was really good for me because it really helped me get out of my comfort zone. Um, I made friends through the yoga studio I go to, so I found a really good yoga and hit fitness studio in Seattle. It's called The Six. This is not a sponsorship, but <laughs> it is really fun or to go to. Or you can to. sponsor her. <laughs> it is really fun to go to. They play um, rap and hip hop like for, for hot yoga, and it's very intense, very fun. It's seriously the best. And so it's kind of like like-minded individuals and I'm a talker. I mean, I'm sure you guys could like never imagine that, but <laughs> they call it the Seattle freeze. Like anybody that lives in Seattle or from Seattle freezes you out. If you say hey to them, they'll just like literally stare you like this. And just like keep keep walking by. Like nobody's, you know, friendly talkative and here I'm from the south, so I'm talking to everybody like hey y'all. What's up? Well, yeah. y'all some chicken and biscuits I over know. here. And then everyone in Seattle is like, please get away from me. Like, Ew. My neighbors, yeah, I've never talk, spoke to them in my life. <laughs> and then I'm over here like, hey, neighbor, like, how are you? I, yeah, definitely got some weird looks and um, ignored a lot. But when I went to the fitness studio, they're really hype and fun group of people that go there. And that's how I was able to start making friends. And then I actually did make friends with my neighbors because – I don't give up. And, uh, yeah, I have a good little group of friends out there now. Um, made some friends through work, which which was nice as well. So I would say, like, find a hobby that you had in your old life. Um, I've always been into hot yoga, and I just found something similar in Seattle, and that's how I was able to make friends. Um, of course, like, nobody replaces your OG friends. I was about to say, I was like, you made friends. Excuse me. Wait, what? <laughs> Can never take back that time. Um, and those moments that you lived through, like yeah. with your friends in your early twenties. I mean, like when I look at where I was, um, turning like 2021 to like where I'm at now, it's like totally different person. And then I'm sure late twenties, it's once again, totally different person. Yeah. You grow so much. Um, but, but if you're not growing, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah. So you want to look back and be like, I've definitely grown a lot mm-hmm. from then. So, you know, the growth is admirable. But I want to talk to you, like you went to Seattle. You didn't have a job lined up. Like, how did you get your job? Like, I mean, I bet people are like, I want to move to another city. And like, you kind of moved kind of job centers. So yeah. You're still doing college too, right? Yeah. I remember? Yeah. So you kind of moved like in this honestly transition period in your life. And then you kind of, like, made a career, like, turned it into a career. And I bet a lot of people are, like, wondering, like, okay, I want to move to this new city. I'm in – maybe they're still in college or in this transition period in their life. And they're like, hey, how did she, like, get this whole foundation? Yeah. So I was doing school online. um, And it's kind of one of those things where when everything went remote, I think a lot of people realized, okay, you don't have to sit – in your house and do this. You can go and do this anywhere. You just, you know, pl- do your hours, sit down, focus, do the stuff you need to do, and then afterwards, 
you know, you're free to do whatever. You don't have to be in your apartment. You could be wherever. And so that's kind of what I was, that's the mindset I had. I'm like, okay, I can sit here at my apartment in Charlotte or I can sit here at my parents' house and do my schoolwork. Um, or I can just like do something crazy and move. And so I, I moved, I got rid of my apartment in Charlotte, got an apartment in Seattle, um, was doing school, um, wrapping up. And then I would say it's like important to like get to know the city, you know, a little bit before you move so that you can be familiar with, you know, the area. Mm-hmm. And once you start talking to people, they can give you advice like, okay, this company's good. This company's not so good. Um, a lot of people do work for Amazon, like ma- vast majority. It's like <laughs> Amazon, like what is it? Starbucks? Yeah, there, Starbucks. Like everywhere. Yeah, there's a, there's a Starbucks on every block in Seattle. Oh, wow. And that is not a lie. Oh, <laughs> wow. Is every block. Actually, I've never, that's like one place I've never been in Seattle. So I definitely have to come visit you. But. Yes. Amazon Seattle. So, okay, you get there. Yes. You're, like, talk, meeting people. Meeting people. Yep. So, meeting people at the fitness studio. And then we're talking about, you know, what do you want to get into? My major was public relations. Um, and then I have another degree in journalism. So, I initially thought I was, you know, going to go get into PR. But the opportunity um, just presented itself to do marketing and so and would you recommend if you like going to a new city you said you got with your fitness studio mm-hmm. and you started Find a just hobby. talking to people yeah. so yeah like and that's kind of what got you your job yeah. you would put, say yeah put your putting yourself out there getting advice from people that live in the city have experience in the city and they can kind of like help you um kind of like navigate that so but putting yourself out there like ripping the band-aid off and like getting outside of your comfort zone and that's hard and I talked about that in the last solo podcast about like just really pushing yourself and getting yourself out there someone asked about job interviews I think then I was just talking about burnout like finding a good group of friends Mm -hmm. and um, finding your hobby which is you know hot yoga uh, something that you don't have an expectation to set on like oh I don't want to be like you don't set expectation on how you just go to have fun mm-hmm. and work out and it's healthy and holistic and then finding a group of friends that really helps like the, I truly believe like the more you network that that helps you more than anything like you it can does, be yeah. like I, I talked to many people you can be like a straight A student valid Victorian and I've seen this in a lot of friends and they go out of college or out of law school or out of whatever school they're in and they have no work mm-hmm. and they're just like sitting there like okay, I did all this, like, great stuff in high school, but I didn't get out and network enough. That's what I've been talking to my friends about, and, like, a a big advocate of, like, don't put your schoolwork behind you, but, like, get out and network, Mm -hmm. talk to people, because you never know what kind of group of friends or person you meet that gives you the next, you know, your job, your career, so. Internships. Yeah, internships. Yeah, while you're in college, like, definitely internships. I mean, just, like, get build that resume up. Don't have a gap period. That's what I did, um. I did a There's a lot of people of who advocate for gap periods and yeah. I'm you know, I'm a big proponent if that's a good for your mental health, do it. But I'm more of like, okay, what well, find something you love to do, intern, mm-hmm. go to a different job, do social media market. I don't know, go do something different. But like keep building your resume, keep building your network. Yeah. I sometimes I if my personal opinion is especially for myself, I just don't think gap years are beneficial <laughs> if you're like if you're just chilling on your couch sitting there I mean or if you're traveling but just get to know I, people I would say it definitely depends like what you're doing yeah. during the gap year because like like you said if you're just chilling at home like what benefit is that to you but if, yeah, exactly. if you're going and traveling around Europe and you're getting exposure to different cultures like that can be very beneficial when you come home but yeah. it's making sure you're constantly improving but then you come home and they're like okay what do I do now yeah. so like I, I if you're traveling and like this is what I did when I traveled I traveled 
traveled solo. Sorry, I just hit the mic. Hey, but like I traveled like solo and I got to meet people and I made friends abroad. And I think, you know, that that's going outside of your comfort zone, outside of your box, especially traveling solo and like meeting new people. But like you go to a yoga studio if you're like traveling for a month, like go to the same fitness studio, meet some people, go to the same restaurant, like make a network. Take advantage of being new to town. You know, a lot of people are like there to help you out. Like, hey, I'm new. I have no idea. Like, please help me like navigate this. Like someone that you feel like you can trust and would be like a good person to kind of bounce ideas off of. Um, Just like while you're in college, like take advantage of being in college. You're like, I'm in college. Like, can you help me? Like, you know, like use like that period in your life that you you want to be embarrassed about, but use it to your advantage. Like, hey, I'm new. I don't have any experience like do you have any advice like yeah I think the most valuable thing anybody can give you is their time because you don't get it back amen to that yeah so anybody that you know is willing to invest time in you is yeah I I feel like a lot of us like don't want to ask for help but Mm -hmm. I think you know when someone asks me like hey I want your advice on this or do you have an opinion or maybe could you connect me I I mean I appreciate it I I love to give help some people don't but Mm -hmm. I think I I never used to ask for it because it was like a pride thing but now the more that I've asked for it I feel like the more that my network has grown and I've been able to grow as a person and in my career path so I definitely agree like it's really important just to go like be like hey you know do you know anyone in this field like yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get into it i think it's also about like having that like emotional intelligence you know you're not gonna ask someone for help the first time you meet them but you know yeah. when the situation is right what's the worst thing they can say no i mean at least you put yourself out there yeah and, and i mean you already got no in the beginning anyway mm-hmm. so um yeah i feel like it's really best to keep putting yourself out there um and it's hard it took me a while to like just get build up the confidence to be like, okay, I can put myself out here. I would have to like pre think of the conversation first before I'm like running in my head. Then I would come out and be like, hey, how are you? And I couldn't even speak anymore. But you know, it takes time, it takes practice. But the more you put yourself out there, I feel like the better off you'll be, especially if you're moving to a new city. Yes. And like for yes. myself, um, Rachel had moved to Seattle two years ago. I just moved here to Boca Raton, Florida. Um, I came here. I didn't really know many people, yeah. and I just I had to put myself out there. Like I said on like three podcasts already. Like I slid in DMs. I talked to people like, hey, I don't really know anyone. Like I don't have any girlfriends here. Like I want to make a good friend group. Like it was just talking to people. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm like, dang, it sounds kind of sad. I'm like, hey, I don't have any friends here. Like yeah, I, it wasn't sad because I'm all the connections I've made so far, I already have, like, a really good established core group of friends, and I'm only, like, a month and a half in. So, like you said, it's it's yeah. really good just to reach out and just ask for help, ask for maybe connections. And, I mean, like they said, if you say no, you were already a no in the beginning. Yep. So what, And just what finding, you, you know, like, like, like-minded individuals. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure how, like, you made your friends, but I'm sure it's because you have things in common. And yeah. just kind of, like, tapping into that um, hobby or activity or, like, little group but you don't forget your old friends no No never no new friends never you never forget no that's why she's here you fly across the country all through the night see me (laughs) hello for a fun weekend i'm excited girls weekend i love girls weekend it's always fun still jittery i know i know you don't really want to talk about dating but you know we're both like single women yeah i'm just you know we got a lot of like fun dating stories (laughs) maybe you could just like tell me like what your worst date is without 
I mean, you don't have to release any names. Like, okay. Me and Jessica talked about this like a, you know, a couple podcasts ago now, and she was telling me about her bad dates. She had one with you know some, a prominent athlete, and I had one with like a reality star. It was bad. We didn't release any names here, but it was like a bad day. And then we had, gosh, I keep hitting this mic, guys. <laughs> But it was like, a ba- <laughs> I'm still getting used to the podcast thing. So y'all can give me a break. But anyways, we talked about a bad day. And then we talked about like actually like a really good date. Because I think it's helpful. I had some guys in my DM like that was, you know, helpful like to see like what a good date is. And um, yeah. so like what is a bad, and if you don't okay. want to talk about like an actual bad date, like, <laughs> you know, you can be general. Okay. I'll give a, I'll give a general thinking. Hmm. There's one that definitely comes to mind. Okay. Um, I'm the kind of person, and my friend group in Seattle definitely gives me hell about it because they say, oh, wait, can I say hell? Is yeah, you can say hell. I can be Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. I think we're um, adults now that we can say <laughs> a bad word. We don't have to be like H-E double hockey sticks anymore. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, for podcast purposes, I'm like, oof. It's okay. going to get taken down. It's um, a word. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like navigating what is the dating scene um yeah how is the dating scene in seattle pause for a second (laughs) super cringe um (laughs) still trying to figure that one out um but i would say the worst worst date i've ever been on actually was a good day in the beginning it was the actions afterwards that made it a little bit of a bad date um casually going on a date with this guy and oh god it felt so awkward but super red flag he was posting like dates days after and tagging girls in it and it was a different girl like each time what on soch yeah and so i was like i mean like this guy doesn't wait he took a picture with the his each date he had yeah (laughs) yeah every day for like a week like we went out i think we went on like a wait were you part of the girls he tagged no I was like, what's wrong with Oh, me? wow. He didn't even put, I'd be so offended. I'd be like, right, put me you on put there. Monday, Tuesday, and you skipped me on Wednesday. Like, what is I this? Know. I was like, damn. Oh, anyways. So we got on a date on Saturday. It was a really great day. Um, very, like, spur of the moment, like, romantic. Like, let's have a bottle of wine overlooking this, like, park in Seattle with this beautiful view. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, am I in the notebook? Like, oh, Oof. pinch me. Woo. So we have this great day. And you're, like, waiting for something to go wrong. I know. I'm like, like where's the red flags? Um, and stayed up, like, so late talking, just getting to know each other. And then, like I said, it started, like, Sunday. He's, like, post on Soch, like, tagging this girl on a date. And I'm just like, okay, like, well, it's totally a date, you know? It's a it's a dinner setting, like, nice restaurants, totally a date. Then Monday happens, it's another girl. Tuesday, it's another girl. By Wednesday, I'm like, should I say something? Actually, yeah, I want to say something, so I'm going to say something. So my dating advice to any girls out there listening, or guys, um, if there's something that bothers you, you should you should bring it up. Like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Don't hold it, like, hold don't a grudge hold it and I hold it inside because yeah. you're going to end up, like, fuming one day and just yeah. like, well, And never I've assume, never assume. So I, you know, really mature about it. I text him and I'm like, hey, um, so... I, you know, see you posting, like, a different girl, like, every day. If you're in a relationship with any of these women, you know, please let me know because I do not want to be involved in anything messy. Okay? He responds back and he's like, 
they're just my friends. Like, you know, it's nothing to worry about. And I'm like, okay, like, keep that in the back of my mind. It was total date settings. It wasn't just like, you know. Uh, like a friend group. Thing. Yeah, it was It was one-on-one posting, like, well, How many girls was it back to back? And it was like four. It was like, because we went on the date on Saturday. And it was like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And his excuse was, well, I'm just trying to, like, learn how to use social media and... <laughs> I, I mean, I would post if I'm with you. I'm thinking in my head, like, you did not post when you were with me. But I'm glad. I'm glad he didn't. You know, I don't want to be tagged. Don't, so. don't want to be <laughs> don't in, like, the me. slew of, like, here's my date number yeah. one, date number two. So, anyway, some time passed, like, a week or something. And I'm just, you know, scrolling on, on Instagram. And this guy posts that he's at that same park. And tags another girl. So that must have been his go-to spot. I know. Um, he recycled the date. Uh, I went on a recycled date. Like, he's probably like, I did such a good date with this girl. I'm going to do with this other girl. And then I'm going to tag. Like, okay, first of all, I'd be offended if he didn't tag me. So you have a right to be offended. I'd be like, excuse me, why don't you post me as, like, date number five on your Instagram? And then second of all, the recycled date. You know what? I, I've suggested recycled dates before, so I can't hate on him. But the fact a that he A week later? like posted it and he's been posting girls r.i.p to this guy i was just like i replied to the story and i was just like oof like it's just like one of those like honestly if you scroll through tiktok like there's these girls who like talk about their bumble date so i like wonder if he like did you know oh this is like my date with this girl like they rate their dates like i don't even i don't know like the whole premise they're all like a little different but people rate their dates so i bet you're like on a tiktok (laughs) we're gonna find you we're gonna find you Mm. rachel on Seattle dating TikTok. I hope not. I feel like he should change his like Instagram name to like dating with Chad. It has to be like an like a basic bro name, dating with Chad. You know, it's like funny because I was talking to my friend, um, one of my friends, and I was like, okay, please don't judge me, guys out there. You know, I'm trying to move away from being like six foot minimum because I want to wear my heels. So I'm a tall. I'm, I don't move away from that. I, Listen, I was given love a chance. I'm a hopeless romantic. Watch him roll up and be like 5'2". Oh, my gosh. And I was given love a chance. I was given love a chance. I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to worry about height anymore. And if I'm taller in heels, I'm just going to be confident. I'm going to own it. And, I mean, he was short, this guy that – and so I'm like, okay, I took a chance on a pocket man. <laughs> pocket man. I took a chance. No, not the pocket man. I, did, I took a chance on a pocket man, and look how it worked out for me. He didn't even post me on his dating with Chad social media. I know. I'm like, dang, what's wrong what with me? Heck? It's not the pocket man. You know what? Yeah. We love short kings out there. We don't yes. discriminate on I, height. I was Everyone, trying to find a short king. Yeah. Okay. I I don't, short kings are few and far between. I will say that. <laughs> Some of the worst guys I've dated, like ever been on a date with, have been like, shorter than a little shorter than me or like my height and our, I, I'll be like taller than them with heels yeah and it's the Napoleon complex for me like I don't get it I don't know I was like you know I was like let me just I'm giving love a chance and then Hopeless we go romantic. back on hinge and we Ugh. we scroll back on like, the height no more, settings no more only six man. five and above <laughs> <laughs> no more Pocketman. No more pocket man. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, short kings out there. That one guy, he ruined it for me because I was like, I'm going to give other guys, you know, outside of my Ugh. typical height situation a chance. And then I was like, it's a I no. feel like height is like always a thing for mm-hmm. me too. Like I try to get over it and then I'm like, I'm sorry. But I guess, you know, like I said, every short king I met, meet as a pocket man is not like. <sighs> just 
doesn't. He just doesn't like no. It, it didn't work out, you know. I'm like, bro, I can like see your forehead. Like, I can see your scalp. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. Oh my god. Okay, that's actually you know. Yeah. yeah. So I, it, you know, like, have I you said, ever been catfish though? I just like want to ask that. No, I'm really lucky. Well, I'm also I'm kind of like. A weirdo. My okay, so my friend group in Seattle, they think I'm a weirdo because I have to FaceTime someone before a date. I just, oh, I do that too. I have to. I, I have don't to know FaceTime. why that's not a thing. Ladies, FaceTime. Okay, FaceTime. Um, and if they have an Android phone, Android. they're out. They're out already. We're done. <laughs> okay, maybe look past it, depending on other things. No, but. I'm out with the Android phone. <laughs> I'm like they're trying. They're trying to ask me for money for the hey, I, upgrade. I am still a hopeless romantic, so um, I'm given. I'll give love a chance. Okay, because yeah, I can't Android. FaceTime on an Android phone. Or if someone can, let me know because I can't. You can do uh, Google Duo. That's, oh. what, that's what I use with my All mom. right. Well, we got to get some so. like. Yeah. face action here before yes I you gotta you gotta do yeah. the facetime and my friends in seattle are like that is so strange like what do you guys even talk about i'm normally just like hey what's up like you know quick little convo okay like you just you gotta make sure so no i've yet to be catfished well i have so, so. that was before i did the facetime thing and Oof. then yeah i'm like i mean he's still a good looking guy but definitely not his papotos but you know teach their own yeah. but uh yeah i was like i remember walking in the date and i was like but, you know, I went through the date. We had a great time. We became friends, but I was just like, yeah, the catfish is real. <laughs> but now I feel like girls are better at, like, Instagram stalking, which I do. I'm yeah. like detective, FBI. Like, zoom in on the phone. Like, they're like, okay, who's the, who's the girl in the background? Who's girlfriend? <laughs> wife? Like, what are, we, what are we doing? We're doing, like, <laughs> FBI investigations here. And honestly, like I said about TikTok, you just, like, post one thing on TikTok, and all the little TikTok investigators will come out. And, oh. Yeah. They will. I, I sometimes I sit for hours on TikTok. Addicted like, to TikTok. Addicted. When I can't go to sleep and I, like, find all these like cheaters and stuff. So good. I, I'm, it's not funny because it's actually really sad because they're real stories. And I'm just like laughing. I'm like, dang, these these people get caught fast. Like you better be, you better be careful out there, y'all. Like really though. Mm. But okay, so okay. best best date or yep. like or just give like some good like dating advice. Good dating advice for okay. like guys, mm. like in general. Like okay, if you're gonna take a girl on a date, because guys are like, girls are so complicated. Like we're not. Like Mm-mm. we're really really not. And if you're you think that you're complicated, dude. So like I'm just saying. But like guys always think girls are so complicated. But I feel like simplicity is best. Like what yes. do you think? Okay, so I will say that my biggest, I guess maybe we should talk about like biggest turn off. My yeah. biggest turn off from a guy that I'm seeing talking to is if he blows me up. Like mm. I'm talking about like text after text after text after text after text. Like I get this weird and you know, I should, I'm working on it. Okay. And I'm working on it. I need to text back and be like, whoa. I'm bad at that. Please <laughs> calm down. But instead I'm like, I kind of have like the tendency to be a little ghosty. Like once, once the messages start, Flying in, I'm like, ooh. I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm serial gone. ghoster. But, yeah. like, by accident, because I just get so busy, and I open their text, and I'm like, freak. But, like, the text after text, I'm like, whoa, chill. That Pop is, the brakes. It is, that is a little much for me. So that is my biggest turn off is, My phone's know. been dry, though, lately, though. A, a double text is fine. Double I would text, love, double a, text I love a triple fine. text right now. Double text is fine, but, like, when it's, like, Every single day, yeah, like that's four lot. messages coming in, I'm like, oh my god, what pheromones am I giving off to these men? Something sexual. What is it? Let um, me know. Okay. If I've been on a date with you and you were obsessed with me afterwards, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, biggest turn on there, oh. like from a date. 
Okay, I need to. And I'll give mine. Yeah. Oh, wait, oh, I'll give my turn off. Okay, my biggest turn off, especially lately, and I've been talking to my guy friends about this because I've been, I don't know what is in the ear, but guys will like be like, oh, I want to go on a date with you, or like hang out, I want to go to a date. They never set like a time and a place, and mm. they're like, can you just like leave like several hours free? Like, no, honey, I got a job. Like, I, you know, I got to pay my bills. I got. My time isn't, like, all for you. Like, we haven't even been on a real date yet. Mm-hmm. Like, set a date. Like, I know, like, social media, every like, the way the world is, everything's just so, like, oh, relax, chill. Like, I am chill, but, like, I am type A, too. So, like, set a time and a place. And, like, that hasn't been happening lately for me. They're just, like, why aren't you free right now? And I'm, like, because my day is busy. So, yeah. uh, I feel like guys forget, like, girls' days are busy, too, and we mm-hmm. also work. So, that's, like, something that's been a pet peeve Yeah, like, mine. I'm not just sitting around my I'm, house waiting on you. Yeah, I'm just know? not sitting around, like, <laughs> making cookies and waiting for you. Like, hi, honey, I'm ho- you're home. Like, we haven't even been on a date yet. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, no. If you're going to ask me on a date, you ask me on a proper date. I'm old school. Like, set a time, a place, location. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be there. But not this, yeah, like, nice. hey, are yeah. you free from, like, 2 to 2 a.m.? Like, bro, what? <laughs> like, that's <laughs> been lately. So I'm like, oh, gosh, I can't no, with this. No, no, no. That's been a turnoff for me lately. Um, the blowing up the text is for real, though. I had that one recently. <laughs> And I just ghosted oh! because sometimes you gotta hit on with the block, but then oh my God, I'm literally people get like, angry and then they message my friends. So that's when I'm like, okay, line is drawn, don't message the friend. Honestly, for me, it's like the anxiety kicks in. I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, I don't want to respond now because it's been so long since I've responded that I know they're gonna be like, why haven't you responded? And then I'm gonna be like, because. I, I don't know. You don't know what to say. You know, like, it's just awkward. Like, oh, so it's, it's like, too don't, much for don't me in the moment. I yeah, need to like just sit much. down and like simmer on it. All right, biggest turn on. Okay, turn on. I would say I hate the back and forth messaging for, like, forever. Like, yeah. if you match with someone and you feel like there's a connection and, like, you know, just be like, let's go grab a drink or, like, let's go do something. Like, the constant – because I feel like you need that in-person connection. Like, you know, you can look at someone's pictures. You can text them all you want, but – things get misconstrued over text message and you can't really read someone's personality or how they act in person like if they're fun or not so I would say like someone that's like wants to just like hang out and just like hey like let's at least meet like take initiative and be like instead of just keep messaging for like weeks yeah hate that oh my gosh I hate the messaging for weeks yeah guys I'd rather see you in person yeah exactly and that's what I was talking about the date thing like take initiative like set set the date like that yeah like I'm I mean like I said I'm old school like I'll let the guy take the initiative set the date and then Mm -hmm. I'm but you know I'll just keep talking like I'm not someone who's gonna set the date there's some women out there boss babes out there who go and like hey we're gonna, you know, I'll make a reservation here, here, meet me here. Like, I don't mm-hmm. do that. I don't do that's that. just not my personality, that. and I make that known beforehand too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then that's when I like go ghost, and they're like, "Where are you at?" And I'm like, "Bro, you got to set the date, take the initiative." Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not gonna sit here on like this dating app or text, I'm just texting you. Yeah, I think initiative is like very attractive. Like, yes. And, but I think guys kind of. But there's get, a fine line. Yeah. There's a fine line. Not the mass text yeah, initiative. Yeah, there's like initiative, and then there's the person that blows your phone up and you're like awkwardly backing into a corner like oh my god please stop yeah like you gotta ride that fine line yes. i think just asking someone on a date to hang out and getting to know them not blowing their phone up but you know texting them occasionally like, i feel like it nice. always comes back to emotional intelligence yeah like how i was talking about earlier you know when you whenever you move to a new city and you're trying to figure out like can i ask this person for help or not like read the vibes you know yeah I'm all about read the, the room read, read the, the vibes get the energy yeah. 
you know, feel, go with the flow on feel that. Like, yeah, feel yeah. Like I think that's, you know, I think yeah. it's a turn on for me too, yeah. like initiative. Mm-hmm. Just ask it, but not all. too much. Yeah, we're, just, like, just it's enough. always a fine line: confidence, cocky, yes. initiative, too much initiative. You mm-hmm. gotta ride that line. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, love some love someone that's honest, upfront, honest. Yeah, I don't like too honest. So. Not too honest, <laughs> but you know, not over here like lying about a fiance or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just save. We'll say we'll put that in her with her pocket man in her pocket right there. <laughs> yeah. Oof, Lord. <laughs> All right, well, Rachel, it was great having you on. I'm excited. We're about to get ready for tonight. And, uh, yeah, I'm, like, glad we talked about moving to a new city. Uh, Something no one's really talked about before. So, yeah, yeah, hopefully someone learned something. And um, dating. We always need to talk a little bit about dating on here because y'all ask me about if I have a boyfriend all the freaking time, (sighs) y'all. I'm done with that. But it's okay. (laughs) But, Rachel, it was great to have you on. We're about to go hang out. I need some food. My stomach's rumbling. But thank you for listening to Validated by Victoria. Thanks, Rachel, for being in today. And I can't wait for y'all to listen to the next episode. Check me out on Spotify and watch me on YouTube. And please subscribe, download, help a sister out. Thanks, guys, and catch you next time.